Hello and welcome back to the Crap My Kids Say podcast. Today we are scaring each other. <laughs> we are telling each other scary stories, not so much in the dark, but it's dark outside and our whole house is dark and the kids are asleep and <laughs> we got candles lit for ambiance and we got our beers and we're going to try to scare each other. <laughs> yep. So um, I just want to check and make sure everything's looking. Good. Yeah. Okay. Um, so probably a little bit of a like disturbing content, I guess. Yeah. Obviously, we're trying to scare each other, so yeah, it might get a little spooky. Might get a little spooky. Um, I think that's about it. We each uh, researched a my water. Yeah. Um, we each researched a story um, that is someone's true story. It's not like a fictionalized account yeah, or anything. No, these are not made up. These are 100% real. Yep. So, I think you said you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. So then you can go first, scare me, and then I will get relief from being scared, scared by, by you scaring, scaring me. you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So I am going to tell you about the Screaming House of Union, Missouri. Oh, that makes sense. Ah! And uh, yeah, we've added, we've upgraded. Uh, before we get into the stories, we've upgraded. <laughs> you can see we have uh, some better mic stands, some pop filters, and then we've hooked up so that we can have the uh, any music or anything play as we're recording and not have to put it in in post. Yeah. Uh-oh. What? My phone's over there with the story. Oh. <laughs> you have to go get it. Quick pause. <laughs> okay, sorry about that rattling. <laughs> All right. So, let's talk about the Screaming House of Union, Missouri. <laughs> okay. In May 2001, recently single father Stephen Lachance and his three children, two boys and a daughter, were in, da <laughs> were in danger of becoming homeless as a lease on their current cramped apartment was up. After weeks of searching to find a good fit for his children, that was also close to his new job, he finally caught a break. A break. <laughs> yeah, a real break. <laughs> when he and his daughter went to the open house, they immediately knew they loved this house. All of the original word woodwork was intact. <laughs> Apparently our cat's trying to scare us. I don't know if you, that came through or not. <laughs> I thought I heard it in the... <laughs> yeah, I kind of thought so, too. Um, yeah, never mind that. Um, cherub wallpaper lined the perimeter, the upper perimeter of the living room, had a large kitchen and mudroom that led to the big backyard. The upstairs had a breezeway that could be accessed by all of the bedrooms. Sounds nice. Yeah, it's real nice. Real nice. <laughs> uh, the basement had a butcher's shower. Okay, what is that? That is a shower that would they would have in farms uh -huh. after they were done yeah, slaughtering, like slaughtering animals. and uh, butchering up the meat. They could get in there. They could like hang the meat in there to wash it, and then they could also get in there to wash themselves. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah, kind of creepy. Bizarre. Yeah. All right. Different. Um... And they also had a fruit cellar in the basement. A food cellar? Fruit cellar. A fruit cellar? Yeah. So, like, a root cellar, basically? Root cellar, I'm thinking, okay. yeah. Which are, just... they're just creepy. Like, we have a root cellar. <laughs> and I literally never go in there. I've been in there one time. Yeah. <laughs> the size and price of this home was right, and he immediately, and Stephen immediately filled out an application. There was a lot of people at the viewing of the house that day, and he had his doubts on whether he would get the house. But a week passed, and he eventually got the call that the house was his and his family's. What are they doing out there? I don't know. That was a weird sound. 
Uh, the lease was signed and the family began to move on Memorial Day weekend. That's the same weekend we moved. I know, right? <laughs> we moved into this house on Memorial Day weekend. Um, as the move-in process was finishing up, um, Stephen was getting the last uh, just couple items out of the moving truck. And a car drove by, slowed, and someone yelled out the driver's side window, Hope you get along okay in that house. And sped off. I'd be like, what on earth? The Lachance's first night in their new home came and went. No, no issues or anything. Um, As they woke up the next morning and started their first morning and first day in their new house, Stephen noticed something a little strange. All of the home's interior doors had hook and eye latches on the doors. Yeah. Yep. But they weren't on the inside of the rooms, they were on the outside. Of so, the rooms. like, you were locking someone in. As if to lock in. someone in, not someone out of the rooms. That's definitely creepy. Yeah, it's a little creepy. Uh, the first incident happened um, in the living room. Stephen wanted to hang a large picture of, framed picture of two angels. His daughter thought it would go well with the cherub wallpaper right. that was at the top of the room. Right. Um. He hung the picture, turned to walk away, and just heard a giant crash. And he turned and looked. The picture frame fell. Right, which that by itself could just be, you know, weird, could have hung it wrong. Yep. You know. Could be explained away easily. Yep, could be. Could be. Could be, yeah. The first time. The first time, yes. <laughs> uh, after f- three tries of trying to hang the picture. Sorry. Um, he repeated the process three times until the last time he shouted, no one stay there. Damn it. (laughs) As he was finishing up with the picture, his daughter called him to the front porch where her and her brothers were playing. As he stepped onto the front porch, his daughter said, sit down and watch this dad. Watch what he replied as he was sitting down on the top step. No sooner had his daughter. Sorry. No sooner had he sat down on the top step, his daughter pointed to an elderly man walking down the sidewalk on their side of the street, and as he started nearing their property line, he stopped and crossed the road. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So the family sat out and on the porch all afternoon, finished out their afternoon playing on the porch, and every passerby, by the time either direction they got to their property line, would cross to the other side of the street. That's weird. Yeah. I'd be like, what is wrong with our house? Yeah. Maybe they're just not friendly neighbors and yeah. Yep. So yeah. uh you know, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what uh um as they were getting into side and as they were heading inside for the evening, Stephen tried to re- reassure his children and I think himself a little bit that they just weren't comfortable with new neighbors. Yeah. Just not not friendly. It's okay. It's all right. The, as the family went inside, had dinner, went to bed, and the night passed with no issues. Sunday, so this was uh, Friday, Friday Saturday, Saturday. We're on Sunday. We're on Sunday okay. of Memorial Day weekend. Yes. Um, the kids went to church with his parents, with Stephen's parents. Um, when they got back, he had promised they would set aside the rest of the day to work in their yard. Um, this was a really big deal for the family. They had never had a yard before. They'd always lived in, um, a house. They'd always lived in apartments and they were going through a lot. Like his wife just up and left and left the kids and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So this was something that they all enjoyed, thought they would enjoy. This was, (laughs) thought they would, you know, this was something normal for their lives (laughs) for once. Right. Normal. They mowed the grass and cleaned out leaves from under the front porch steps. Uh, Stephen did notice that even though it was the beginning of summer, all of the trees were shedding their leaves like it was fall. That's weird. Yeah. Maybe something, some cause for concern, maybe. You know, you never know. You got some sort of bug (laughs) or something on your tree. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Um, So after a while, he asked his youngest son if he can go in to the basement and bring up a 
Oh, basement. That's mm, where all the bad stuff happens. Mm, yeah. Uh, <laughs> asks if he can bring up um, a hose. He's going to spray off the the um, sidewalks and kind of give the house a little bit of a power, power washing. It was a really weathered, white-looking house mm-hmm. and looked pretty grimy. No one had lived there for a while. It had been sitting empty. Oh, my gosh. This is like our house. <laughs> our house isn't on it. <laughs> you hope. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> um. that uh, a few minutes passed and he heard a just a blood curdling scream coming from inside the house uh, as he got inside he found his son shaking just shaking and crying in a puddle of urine oh my gosh what's wrong what happened steven shouted the child looked up in fear in fear and said something chased me up the basement steps daddy Ooh, that'd be scary. What chased you, he asked. His son replied, I don't know, but it was big. Steve and his other two children went down and checked the basement to see, you know, what's going on? Is this something to be concerned about? They didn't find anything. All they found was the hose laying on the steps. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. Um, got his son cleaned up. Everybody had dinner bad for the kid that's sad that is sad um and monday well they had monday came and went no school on monday and tuesday they started back to school which would be their what would with what would be their last four days of school before summer vacation each day they would leave everybody would leave together steve would take the kids to school drop them off and go to his job But each day when the family would return home from work and school, every light on the house in the house was on. He blamed his children for forgetting to turn the lights off in the morning. He's going to feel like crap when it comes around. It's not them. Yeah. Um, So finally, the last day of school, Friday comes along around. They get home and all the lights are on again. Hmm. Irritated and probably a little bit curious, he had the boys stay in the car. So, a little clarification, the daughter is the oldest, and then the two boys are middle and youngest. Okay. So, he had the oldest boy stay with the youngest brother, and had his daughter, who was, the like, the children weren't named. Oh, God, yeah. And so- anything, I, I looked through um, Stephen's actual story. And he didn't say the name of the um, And then any other... Um, Stories I tried to look up, nothing had the children's name, just that the daughter was the oldest and then the two boys were younger. Gotcha. Okay. And I think there was a pretty big... I'm sorry if our cat's coming through on this. We'll have to lock him in a room the next time we do this. Yeah, no doubt. So yeah, the daughter's the oldest. He took her inside to um, investigate to see, you know, what was going on. Searching the house, they found nothing out of place. Daddy, it's it's kind of cold in here, his daughter said from the living room. What was she talking about, Stephen thought. Sweat was pouring from his body. However, when he stepped into the living room, he could feel the temperature drop by about 30 degrees. That's a pretty big drop. <laughs> yeah. This was the first time he felt a presence in the house. Something like an electric current running through his body. As the feeling passed and his daughter as the feeling passed, he and his daughter watched the thermostat needle raise back up. Oh, that'd be really creepy. Yeah. Um, that night he had everyone sleep in his bed. <laughs> Probably smart. <laughs> yeah. I would too. Yep. Um So then Saturday passes. No, nothing happens. Sunday um, that week, so Sunday night, that next week, he had to go on a business trip. Uh-huh. So he was uh, making plans for his kids to stay with his mom and dad as he went to Indianapolis for his business trip. As he was telling his kids the plan, the children were standing kind of like, I, I always thought a family room and a living room were the same thing. But apparently they're no. not. Yeah, they're not. So they're like standing 
I think the layout of the house is like kind of like an entryway, a family room, a living room, and then the kitchen. Gotcha. So Steven's kind of over by the entranceway. Uh huh. The kids are in the family room with their back to the living room and back to the kitchen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. So there's a little kind of got to set that up. Okay. Um, as they're standing in the family room with their backs to the living room, suddenly over Steven sees over their shoulders, just a glimpse of something, but not something, someone. Be creepy. The entrance of the, at the entrance of the kitchen, a solid dark figure of a man with a gray smoky mist twirling about him. Steven looked away and tried to rationalize what he was seeing and keep his children from looking behind them yeah that would be my biggest concern (laughs) at that point (laughs) seconds passed and he he looked back up expecting the figure to be gone but it was still there oh my gosh that would like and it began to move die it moved in the living room and paused the figure stood there the figure stood there for what seemed to be an eternity before fading into nothing oh my god nope steven regaining his nerve yeah, take a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, st- stood up and said, "You know what? Let's go get a soda and stay at Grandma and Grandpa's house a night early." <laughs> he like we're gonna leave now. The younger two boys were really excited about this, but his daughter, she kind of knew something was up. Yeah, when you're old, when you're the oldest, you kind of catch on. You things. catch on. Uh, Stephen tried to assure them, "Come on, it'll be fun." Stephen got his car keys off the coffee table and tried to get his children out the ho- out of the house. As everyone was out of the house, I'll get quicker with this, <laughs> <laughs> and this is going to totally ruin it. But um, uh, got his car keys as everyone was out of the house, and Stephen turned. To lock the door behind him, a loud, blood-curdling <laughs> scream. <laughs> if, I, if I would have been able to do that sneakier, that probably would have been pretty good. <laughs> um, came from deep inside the house. The scream could be heard throughout the neighborhood. All the neighborhood dogs began to part, began to bark and howl. Get in the car, Stephen screamed at his children. All four of them sprinted to the car, and he sped out of the driveway. As they were driving away, Stephen's youngest son said, Daddy, the basement monster is standing in the upstairs window. Oh, hell no. I mean, like, we're not going back home, Mm. guys. (laughs) Stephen looked back only to see the dark figure he had seen in the family room in the upstairs window watching them leave. That would be so scary. Oh, my God. I would die. Yeah. I would die. I'd be like, all right, we're going to hire movers to, like, take all our stuff out of the house. You'd think. We're never going back. <laughs> you'd think that would be enough, but. Uh, the family stayed at Stephen's parents' house that night, and Stephen left for his week-long business trip the next morning. I bet he was so happy. Like, mm, he said, uh, I yeah, will I stay bet. at any hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere. <laughs> Anywhere. <laughs> uh, Friday night, he returns home from his business trip, and he gets his kids and heads back to the house. Oh, I bet that was just... Yeah, I mean, he he had a whole week away from it. So he he could really, like, no, that wasn't... Right. That wasn't real. That was all in my head. It was all a fluke. Try to just, like, write it off. Right. You know, like, okay, you know, that didn't happen. I'm psychotic. (laughs) You know. Um, So he takes a long weekend vacation kind of thing he takes friday off um so that he can have a little extra time with his kids from being away for a week mm-hmm. um while they're um have their time off they decided um that there was a shed on the property and they said they were going to clean that out as on one of their days mm-hmm. hold on one second i'm gonna yeah we're gonna have to do something with him because yeah. he's just so I'm probably not going to be able to edit this out, but there's going to be a pause. Deal with us real quick. It'll be super quick and we'll get back into the story. But our cat is annoying me. He's being so obnoxious. I don't know if it's coming through or not. Yeah, I don't know. On here. Hard to tell. Yeah. He's literally like just sitting outside of the door meowing 
as loud as he possibly can. And he's running. And he caught him. <laughs> and there goes the dog. <sighs> yeah, he was being just, oh my gosh, so annoying. Yeah, I feel like that would have really distracted me as I got I to know. like the uh, the, climax the climax of the story. Yeah. yeah. All right. Back at it. Okay. Uh, so they get he gets back, has an extra day off of work. They're gonna clean out the uh, the shed. The right, shed in the backyard. Yep. Uh, as they're cleaning out the shed, they start seeing boxes. And it's, like, got a lot of people's, like, personal effects, like, photographs, tchotchkes, all kinds of stuff. That's weird. So he's like, yeah, this is this is pretty weird. weird. Yeah. Uh, so Stephen would call his mom every night. After, mm-hmm. you know, after he got the kids to bed, he would give her a call. Was he, like, 100% honest with her about everything? Like, yeah. hey, oh, there's, yeah. there's something in my house. Yeah, yeah. He told them when they went and stayed that night, he told them oh, why gotcha. they were there. Okay. Um... So he tells her about the boxes in the shed, and she's like, you need to call the landlady. You need to get, like, straightforward answers about this house. Right. I would be very concerned at this point. Like, yeah. way concerned. Uh, so Stephen calls the landlady and has what he says is one of the most awkward phone calls of his life. So, a little background, this landlady seems, like, a little loopy. Like, like not all quite there Not yet. all quite there, maybe. Like, I guess she's, like, an old lady. Uh-huh. Maybe a little losing it, slipping. Gears are slipping a bit. A yeah. Bit. Gotcha. Um, so, he just straightforward asked her, you know, has any other tenant mentioned anything about ghosts in this house? Mm-hmm. At first, she was like, no, 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 no. And then she's like, well, we had this one girl who was one of my tenants, and she said that her dad, the spirit of her dad, would come and visit her. Hmm. She said some of those uh, belongings are hers. Uh, but, I, but, and then goes on to tell Stephen that she thinks that the girl was just crazy. Oh, says the crazy person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, she said that some of the other items... Said that some of the items in the shed were hers. Right. But others belonged to a man that left the house in the middle of the night and never returned to get his belongings. Wow, that really says something. That would be like red flag yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say it's a trend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh the rest of the weekend comes and goes, nothing. Stephen begins to think, you know what? This was all just a fluke. It was a one-off type of thing. Something <laughs> was not happy about us here, but things seem okay now. Monday night, again, Stephen calls his mom like he does, and he thought his children were um, upstairs playing in his room, and all of the interior doors of the house begin to rattle. He scolded the children. Stop playing games! He went back to his conversation. The doors began to rattle again. Louder and harder this time, though. Again, he yelled at his children. It's a bad part about this. Ellis lost. Again, he went to scold his children, but his daughter yelled, I'm in my room reading and my brothers are sleeping in their room, Dad. Like, oh boy. This is where you could say shit hit the fan for the LeChance family. (laughs) Uh, Some of the following events that this is all of this part I took from Stephen's story. He um, published in 2004. Okay. Um, Some of the events are burned to his in burned into his mind and he'll never forget others were just a blur of chaos as soon as he heard his daughter's voice he could feel the temperature drop in the house and the same electric feeling he had when he first saw the black figure of a man standing there a horrible stench filled the room and then the screaming started again 
softly at first, but it started to grow louder and louder. He yelled to his mother on the phone, We need to come. Ah, we need you. To, we need to come to your house again. He's back. Then the whole house began to shake and the screams intensified. He could hear something large coming down the stairs. The screams rose another notch. Now his daughter was greeting, screaming, Daddy, what's happening? The whole house felt alive. He ran up to the stairway to get his children out of the house. As he climbed the, ch- as he climbed the stairs, a new scream began. The scream of a child. Ooh, that's creepy. Yeah. He got to his daughter's room and tried to open the door, but it wouldn't budge. The screams and shaking of the house intensified even more. Stephen slammed himself against his daughter's door again and again and again. Finally, the door slammed open and his daughter was in shock. She was just gone. She wasn't there. Yeah, I would imagine that'd be a tad bit traumatic. Yeah. (laughs) Stephen yelled to his oldest son, take your brother and get out of the house now. He shook his daughter, trying to snap her out of her paralyzed state. When she finally returned to consciousness, he picked her up and and ran to the door. As he was running to the front door, he could hear every other door in the house opening and slamming, opening and slamming. The door, the floor shook, the windows rattled in their sills. The screams continued louder and louder. Stephen could feel, could feel the black figure hot on his heels chasing him from the house. Hell no! Like, that's for sure, like, never going back. <laughs> yeah. He finally burst out the door onto the front porch and ran down the steps to the front lawn and into his car. He and his family got away. He parked at the top of a hill just outside of his neighborhood and looked back at the house. You could see everyone in the vehicle could see the black figure going from room to room, searching from room to room over and over again. The lights flashed and the screams could still be heard. The dogs were in the neighborhood were going crazy, but Stephen Stephen and his family were finally safe. That was the last time Steven, Steven's children ever set foot in the house. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. Uh, Steven would return to pack the family's belongings, but never by himself. Oh, yeah. No, hell no. no. I would not be going back there. Mm-mm. Like, I would literally, I don't care how much money it would take no. to hire people Movers. to go do that job for me. There's no way no I way. would go back. Um. So everyone, even that Stephen brought with him to the house to help him get his family's things out, would experience something. Whether it was the screams, being shoved, pounding on the floor, lights flickering. Stephen's brother took a picture. Was he was into? Stephen's brother was into uh, paranormal investigations. Oh, I bet he loved. And he brought a camera, <laughs> and he started snapping pictures and took a picture of the fruit cellar, root cellar, whatever you want to call it. Probably depends on the area. You yeah, I think in. maybe this is like a southern. It's a fruit yeah. cellar up here. It's a, I don't know. But uh, um, so once the picture of the fruit cellar was developed, there was a face like coming out of the fruit cellar. Do you have the picture? I can find it. Yeah, I do have it saved. <laughs> okay. Um. So, yeah, pretty creepy. Uh, Stephen moved. His children moved. Life got back to normal. After about a month, a friend uh, sent him an email, said, put John T. Crow, Union, Missouri, into your search engine. Engine. Oh, boy. (laughs) A face came on the screen, a face Stephen would never forget, the face of the black figure that chased him and his family out of their home. Was he a serial killer? He was a slave owner, and a very bad one. Oh, okay. So, I mean, yeah, real bad person. Yep. Not a great guy. (laughs) As Stephen looked more into the house, um, he found that the footprint of the current house was built on pre-Civil War slave quarters. Oh. Five feet away, 500 feet away from the house was a Civil War cemetery. Oh. Across the street, a violent axe murder took place. Oh my god. Uh, many say the ground the house is built on is poisoned with evil. The Catholic Sounds Church like eventually published a 159-page report that there was a heavy demonic presence in the house and many spirits. Well, I mean, they did hear a little boy, so I mean, mm-hmm. I want to know, 
why are there locks on the outsides of the door? Yeah. Are you going to get to it or you don't know? No explanation. And then, like, the other stuff, like, all the people's stuff in the shed. Like, I thought People just booked. Like, you were going to say, oh, there was a serial killer there to, like, lock his victims in the I don't know. I mean, maybe he was, um, you know, it says, I I had to wonder how much of the house was left over from when it was slave quarters. Yeah. You locking your slaves in at night? That's really I don't know. You know, it's hard to say with these these stories. Yeah. Um, So two years after uh, the last time Stephen was in the house, a friend in that neighborhood uh, told Stephen that in the middle of the night, a police car came speeding through the neighborhood. And after that, a whole family came out running from the house in their pajamas and left and never came back. Oh my gosh. They need to like just burn the house down. It's now a dog kennel. Are you serious? Yes. Oh my gosh. Uh, and the own new owners, so the old the old lady no longer <laughs> yeah. owns it and the new owners turned it into a dog kennel and have no plans on returning the property the property to property to a residential rental. Okay, but now I feel bad for the dogs. <laughs> because they're so dogs are sensitive to that stuff and now i feel really bad for the dogs yeah they're probably being tortured i would not send my dog there daisy would not be going there yeah those poor dogs yeah no i would i would definitely move or i mean you could call and find out if there's like an insurance policy for fire on the house yeah so There's the there's the outside front of the house. Okay, looks so normal. Yep, so, so normal. normal. Wouldn't think twice about that house if I passed it. Yep. And we'll I'll put we'll put pictures in the video um for people on YouTube. Yeah. There's the back of the house. Looks normal. There's literally nothing that pops out about that house. Either. Yeah. And so there's the uh, living room with the chair wallpaper. Okay. Yep. And then one of those, I think that picture is the angel picture. That finally stayed. Yeah, it finally stayed. Stay there, damn it. Yep. Um, here's the... <laughs> Dang it. Still getting used to the setup. Uh, there's the basement. Okay, the basement's definitely creepy. Yeah. You can tell by the way that yeah, the house is set up. Yeah, and then a nice up. little hose just laying yeah. out there. Yeah. The house is set up that it's old. Yeah. And it has those wood pillars. Yep. Okay, so there's another angle of the living room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've seen people's houses and they're yeah. very old and they're set up just like that. There's the daughter's room. It looks nice. Like, the woodwork is yeah. really nice. Oh, they love the woodwork. Yeah, I bet. The woodwork was great. <laughs> um, and then here is a picture of that... Um, the cemetery. The cemetery and that guy, uh, D- John T. Crow, his oh, headstone. Oh, and he has such a big headstone. Yeah. What did he do to deserve yeah, that? Yeah, so then here you can see that's people walking into where the fruit cellar would be or root cellar. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. I can't find that picture now. Oh, here you go. Oh yeah. So it's pretty creepy. Okay. Hold up. That's the picture that he found online or that's the picture his brother took no i think that's like an enhanced version like the enhanced version of the picture his brother took it's not like you know it's not like it's like zoomed into the face oh my god that'd be yeah and then his eyes are like black yep that's scary And that's the guy. That's, yep. Huh. 
that's freaky. <laughs> yeah. That's scary. Yep. So that is the Screaming House of Union, Missouri. Okay. Now I get to scare you. <laughs> All right. So this is the story about Letta Me Out, the haunted doll. So before I get started and people are like, haunted dolls, that's not scary. He is so scared of dolls. So of dolls. this is why I picked this. So before you're like, oh, that's lame. Yeah. That's why I picked it. <laughs> so I recently learned, though, like the science behind the fear of dolls, clowns, taxidermy. It's something called the Uncanny Valley. And it's it's a whole like... uh scientific study they did on how close something to human something looks to being human and how far away it looks from being human. And there's a spot where it looks so close, but there's something just off that it's not human. And it freaks you out. A and little bit. it freaks people out. Like, so if you want to do some further reading on it, check out. Yeah. The uncanny Valley. <laughs> Daisy, one, knock it off. Dog's going to start now. All right, so this starts in the small town of Wagga Wagga in <laughs> New South Wales, Australia. Oh, okay. Oh, Aussies. Okay. <laughs> so in 1972, a guy named Carrie Walton was going back home for his grandmother's funeral. And while he's there, him and his brother decide to go to this old abandoned house that was in their neighborhood when they were growing up and they were terrified of it. And so it was kind of like one of those funny things. Like, right. Let's go face our childhood fears. Right. And yeah. All of that. So they go and Carrie is a bottle collector. So okay. he likes old bottles and that sort of thing. So Carrie decides he's going to go in this house, duck like a double thing he's gonna go face his fears but then he's also gonna look for collectibles like okay yeah so that's the other reason that he wants to go okay so he goes they go in the house no big deal whatever so he decides that he's going to go underneath the house like a crawl space or like a basement like a porch type area okay. and like he can go underneath the floorboards okay. of this like porch and then into the house this is a really old house i guess so, he goes underneath the floorboards, and he has his flashlight, okay. and he's crawling, and his flashlight hits something, and he's like, that's weird, what is that? And he gets closer, and he jumps back and hits his head so hard on the top of the thing, he almost knocks himself out. Ugh. And what he thinks he's seeing is a dead child. Ugh. That's what he thinks that he sees at Yeah, first. he's not seeing that, though. No. So he takes his light, and he looks again, and he sees this doll. And I will show you what this doll <laughs> looks like. So you can kind of have just this idea of this doll. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, 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 no. Mm-mm. Nope. That is not okay. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> this doll is about three feet tall. It's a big doll. Ugh. It's not little. I can't like. <laughs> I kind of want to see it again. Okay. Because I, I like looked and then looked away really quick. Okay. Okay, so it's so weird. Like it is so weird, right? Proportions. Like okay, so we'll put this on the video. Yeah. Um. For YouTube, so if you're listening on iTunes and you want to go see it, go to uh, YouTube and see this. This thing, it's it's (laughs) it's it's so like proportionately weird. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he sees the style, and immediately he's drawn to the style. He's not scared of it anymore. He just immediate immediately feels this need to take like a connection the doll. with it yes mm, that's no good <laughs> that is no good he feels like he has to take this doll home and so uh 
one of the things that he noticed about this doll was that this doll had probably been there for a very long time. Yeah. And this area floods a lot. But the right. paint still intact. Like every the facial features still intact and the clothing still yeah, intact. Yeah, it looks like fine. So that didn't really make sense to him why it was in such good condition when that's like when it floods really bad. Right. Um another strange thing to add in here. I guess after he took the doll from underneath the porch, mm-hmm. exactly one month later, the house was demolished. Oh. That house had sat there for years upon years, abandoned. And then he took the doll and one month to the day. It gets demolished. It gets demolished. Mm. That's yeah. That's odd. He said that he felt like it was almost like the doll was calling out to someone to come take like, him. Like, save it. To save him. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'm guessing in saving the doll, he doomed himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> um. So he's getting this doll. He's examining it before they put it in the car. And he's looking and notices... <laughs> notices that the skull cap comes off. Oh, come on. <laughs> Why? Because inside is what looks like a brain. It's like what? paper mache. Brain? It's it's like a brain inside mm. the style's head. It's That's like weird. a paper mache type brain. Like it's pink, it's crinkled up, and it looks exactly like a brain. That Except is it's weird. made with, like, paper or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> it says, he says, when one lifts up the top of the doll's head, there's a brain. It looks something like the color of wet newspaper. That's exactly hmm. what Carrie said. Yeah. It's about the right <laughs> color for brains. Yeah. So, they put this doll in a big sack. And they put it in the back seat. They just mm. kind of put it back there. Seems like a bad idea. <laughs> so they're driving, and out of the corner of his eye, he keeps thinking he sees this bag move. And he's like, oh, that's weird. And then his brother also says, do you hear the bag rustling? Like, and he's like, yeah. And I swear, I thought that I seen that bag move. And so the brothers are kind of freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> but then also kind of like jokingly call the doll Letta. Letta me out. out. Letta me out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that is how Letta got his yeah. name. That's kind of a girl's name, isn't it? Letta? Like Loretta? Um, they said the name came from because he kind of looked like um Romani, like Okay, yeah, I could see that. And it's also it's like uh <clears throat> Uh, what's the word? Uh, morphic? Is that the right word? When you, you don't? No, not amorphic. Uh, androgynous. androgynous. Yeah, androgynous. Yeah. It's pretty androgynous looking. Like, you can't quite tell. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, they get the, he gets the style home, takes it home, and he walks in, and his dog, which is a corgi, mm-hmm. super, like, good-natured, mm-hmm. all of a sudden loses his mind. Just starts barking and growling and lunging at the bag. Yeah, dogs know best. (laughs) (laughs) And when he showed his family, they said that they felt repulsed by the figure. Yeah, so does it say how, okay, so Carrie is the one who's drawn to it. Does it say how the other brother feels about the doll? Uh, or, no, it didn't really say. Okay, but the rest of the family's like, yes, F this. Right, okay. exactly. And the dog so, wants to destroy it, which you should have just let the dog destroy it, <laughs> obviously, or we wouldn't be sitting here talking about it. Um, They said that it's the way the eyes are on you all the time. time. Mm, That's yep. the, what the Mm-mm. relatives said about why they don't like the doll. Yeah, like they say that's like pareidolia, like your brain trying to make sense. Right. But no, nah, I think there's... Mm, so, but the kids apparently played with this doll. His kids apparently had oh, no issues with, with this doll mm. during the day. 
Oh, during the day. <laughs> during the day, they would play with Estelle and it would be fine. During the night, they woke up screaming and they said, let me out would move. Oh. And wake them. Yeah. Mm. And then they also were finding strange scuff marks, like it was from his shoes walking. Yeah. Each morning, they'd wake up. Each night when the kids would say, it's letting me out, they'd wake up and there would be scuff marks, like the doll was it's actually shuffling up, around, walking mm. around. <laughs> nope. Um, Burn barrel time. <laughs> Uh, some people would even, if they came in the house, would start feeling sick. Some people even fainted. Like just from being in the house with the doll? Just like seeing the oh, doll. Oh, just sitting there. Yeah. It would like make them sick. Some people fainted. Some people were overcome by different emotions, whether it be sadness yeah. or just different types of emotions. Yeah, just flat out fear. And not only his dog, but other dogs would react to Letta. So, uh, yeah, that's when you know it's bad, <laughs> when every dog hates it. Yeah, they mm. would all try to attack it. They'd growl at him, like, just, yeah, lose their business. Eventually, it got to the point where he had to take the doll and put it in the basement because his kids were so scared so of it. So scared doll. of it. That even at yes. the daytime, they're like, nope, no more. Yeah, we're not going to play with this doll anymore. <laughs> F that doll. F yeah, that exactly. doll. <laughs> um, so he ended up having to put it in the basement. Mm, I bet that made it happy. Yeah. When he does take it outside, it rains every time. Mm. So it's just like, it's so ugh, like creepy for him, like on his part that he's like, Taking the doll out for to play or like? Well, um, I guess a couple times he took it out for different reasons, which I'll kind of get to. Okay. I thought he was but just like, oh, time to come out of the basement no, and get your son for the no, day. No, no, <laughs> It's your, it's your uh, two hours in the yard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but like when he would take it outside, it would be raining. Like it would start to rain as, like, soon, as soon as he, as he would he, bring ew, this doll outside. Hmm. Okay. So... Because there had been so many weird things that had happened yeah. around the doll, uh, the owners decided that they wanted to learn about the doll. So they took it to some experts. Okay. And they had it uh, carbon dated, I guess, like yeah, analyzed yeah. by toy yeah. experts. Yeah, probably like toy experts could say <laughs> like, okay, know. you know, like this style. Right. I mean, I guess they could maybe take like some... Oh, if you'd really do carbon dating around that. I think it would be more like style dating, I guess. Oh, okay. And then, okay, hold on. It tells okay. you how they did this. Oh, okay. Okay. So they dated the doll to be about 200 years old by uh, analyzing the nails in the doll's wooden Oh, feet. yeah. And Square so they, hand-forged nails, probably. Yeah. And um, they traced it back to Romania, which mm. is where the uh, Romani look yeah. comes from. Nothing good um. comes out of Romania. <laughs> Sorry, Romanians. <laughs> um, and then this is when they also found out that the doll's hair was real uh, human yeah, that's, hair. It, it was not horse hair. It was not like any uh, other sort of hair. You know what it the messed up thing? Hair. That's common. Like they did that all the time. Like when like a kid died. Wait. Ugh. Wait, wait, Ugh. wait, wait. Ugh. Let's not bring this okay. let's not bring this up because okay. this is gonna come up okay. later All right. in the story. Yay, <laughs> Yay for you. Yippee. <laughs> um so after he learned about the age and the rarity of this doll, yeah. he decided that he would try to see if he could get a good amount of money for this doll. Oh yeah, get the thing the hell out of there. <laughs> Um, so he received a generous offer, took the doll from the basement to his vehicle. It was raining. Of course. And, um, so he gets to the buyer's house and when he gets there, he's like frozen in the car. Like he can't. He cannot get out of the car. Ugh. 
He Mm -mm. feels like he's just glued, like, hands on the steering Steering wheel. wheel. Just, he feels like he literally cannot get out of the car. Mm. And it's not that, like, something is negatively holding him back. It's like that he feels like he can't give this doll up. Up. So it's like that connection. Mm. Not so much that the doll's like, you'll never get rid of me. It's It's more like, like, you don't want to get rid of me. Yeah, look how nice I am. Let me introduce you to my friend, Kerosene. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So after they found out how old he was and he was trying to sell him, he listed him online, all of that. Right. He kind of became a celebrity. Letta became really popular. popular. People were really interested in this doll and its story. People are sick. <laughs> and so a host of a daytime, like a news talk show or something, a local one in Australia arranged a meeting between Carrie, Letta, and a highly regarded psychic Mm, to have the doll read Mm. to see, like, what's going on with Mm -hmm. the doll. Okay. I'm getting skeptical. (laughs) Okay. So this is is verbatim what the psychic says. Okay. When the doll arrived in my office in the rain, a painting immediately fell from the wall and the clock stopped. The camera crew organized themselves, and I placed the doll on my lap. Then, ever so slowly, the doll moved its head. You could hear the wood creaking and uh, as it turned and looked directly at the camera. One of the cameramen went deathly white and ran out the back door. The entire event was broadcast to thousands of viewers. Oh, so this wasn't just like the psychic saying no, this? Like this it was, was... Okay, never mind. Maybe less skeptical. viewers... As I tuned into the doll, I discovered the soul of a six-year-old boy who was trapped within the wooden vessel. The child had drowned during a storm in an isolated area of Romania. Hmm. So that's what she said verbatim. And then she went on to explain that the boy's father was so heartbroken about the death of his son that he crafted this doll to look like Like his son. son. And then they conducted, apparently this was a popular thing, soul transference. Yes. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. So I guess you like have to cut their chest open and stuff and perform a ritual for the soul to leave the human body and go into the new body Body, that you made. Yeah. The Romanians and, or the Romani, even, even just, you know, not outside of that, the Romanians are really like, uh, superstitious, I guess. Like we were watching that thing on, uh, yeah. On vampires. Yeah. Oh, and we like dug the people up. Yeah. And this was like, yeah, uh, 2000 and this it was, like, was recent. Yeah, it was like 2002. <laughs> I mean, recent. It was modern, and this this the guy died, and everyone thought he was wicked, and then he died, and everyone was being haunted by in their dreams by this guy. So the townspeople dug this man's corpse up, cut his heart out, burned it, and then ate it in 2002. And I believe they literally see nothing wrong with. Yeah, that. and they're like, then they uh, on the show. The host at went to the guy, uh, the like leader of this group who did it, and he's like, "Why?" And he goes, "I did what I had to do." And he's like, "You don't feel bad?" He's like, "Nope, nope." He goes, I, "I was I was saving everyone in the village." Yeah, like that is really like yeah. truly a belief. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, his father. Made the doll, soul transference, the ceremony, which that in itself is yeah. hella freaky. <laughs> yeah, I know. So apparently this child has been trapped in this doll's body for, for a long ass time. Centuries, yes. And she said that he is confused and scared. Okay. <laughs> um... And apparently the doll was brought to Australia by an immigrant 
and stored beneath the house. That's how it ended up in Australia. I don't know how that's... it ended up from the dad to an immigrant. I don't know if the dad was an immigrant. Yeah, that's... I don't never... know. Well, if it's 200 years old, it's probably passed mm-hmm. down the family line yeah. and then someone... And maybe he put it underneath the floorboards because of the activity yeah. that comes along with owning the mm-hmm. doll. Burn that. You burn it dead. But now don't you feel a little bit more sad? Like if it's a six-year-old, that's sad. Yeah. Well, let him free. Burn him. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So after this um, broadcast, which I would have loved to watch, by the way, uh, an American paranormal society reached out to him Mm -hmm. and wanted to come do a seance with Letta. So the Americans came and they, during the seance, told him that he would never be able to get rid of the doll. It was his forever now. It was his forever. Mm. And he said that explains why he couldn't Yeah. Yeah, get like out of the car mm. and get rid of this doll. Um, they wanted... <laughs> They wanted to uh, make him a TV show in the United States. Letta. Yeah, okay, so I haven't heard most, I haven't heard this story, but uh-huh. I've heard of that. Like, I've heard of a thing about a paranormal research group wanting to give a haunted doll a TV show. Yeah, he said no. Yeah. Gary said yeah. absolutely not. That's, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. <laughs> um, but he does take him out to other shows and like let psychics read him and right. does stuff like that so other people can meet the doll. Um so he did a show. There was about 200 people there. It was an outdoor show. Okay. Guess what the weather was? <laughs> I'm going to say it was raining. <laughs> so it was raining. Uh he's Carrie said we had placed the doll on stage and the crowd was beginning to gather around when suddenly a woman started screaming. Then as he hushed the crowd, looked on, and the doll moved its head. Oh nope. No, 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 no. And through the years oh, I just saw your f- reflection in the <laughs> glass door. <laughs> okay, so we have we're on one side of the room. On the other side of the room <laughs> is, um, like, uh, what do you call it? Double doors? Yeah. Double doors that are all glass <laughs> panes. And we have a light, like a filming light set up facing at the door. <laughs> so all I seen was the shine of her glasses and the outline of her face. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. <laughs> are you going to be okay? <laughs> I'm good. All right. More beer. So I can guarantee that's going to get me again before the end of this. <laughs> well, we're almost done. Okay. All right. Um, I'm just going to have to stare at your reflection in them. <laughs> um, and throughout the years, many psychics and whatnots have come and all have repeated the same thing. Even if they hadn't heard, you know, what other people had said about right, the doll. Yeah. It has been reiterated over and over and over. That it's the soul of a six-year-old boy inside this doll. doll. Yeah. Uh, Carrie says on rare occasions, he sees the doll move. Like, still just, like, sees it still, move. Still, to this day, this is a present day He hasn't exercised, this son of a bitch? No. Get him out was, of there. Let him be free. No, he he can't, remember? Why? The, the seance people, they said yeah, he but can't. He can't get, he's not get rid of the doll. Let the boy's soul free. Well, apparently, he's attached to the kid. <laughs> True, then he's, if he, they take the soul out of the doll. Right. <sighs> then it's not the doll. Then it's just, like, floating around. It's just, like an empty carcass yeah (laughs) so this is a present day update on letta oh yay he still sees him move um for a while he had him on a rocking chair that was upstairs Mm. and um his arms and legs would move randomly on their own like from different positions Mm. just like move 
Like, just like, or like. I think it's like not like a bunch of movements. It's probably just like one. Yeah. Like real quick and you're like, whoa, what the hell? And then. Yeah. Yeah, like that. Yeah, I didn't know if it was just like, you know, if it's like, oh, I mean, it's a wooden doll. So, you know, but Probably still, like, it's still like. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know if it was like just like flopping out to the side, but. No, it's like precise like, movements. Uh, movement. <laughs> right. Precise movements. It's a whole lot of nope. <laughs> uh, he also says that they'd have um, people come to work on the house. You know, they own a house. You got to fix crap. Yeah. And guys would get there, like the tradesmen would get there. And refused to enter the house. They didn't even know about Letta being in the house. They would just get there and say, nope, not going in. (laughs) And refuse to work on their house and leave. Man, that's like, it's so weird though that it's (laughs) like the soul of a six-year-old boy. Who's like he's he's lost and confused. But then it's terrifying to but, everyone else. Yeah, but then it's terrifying to I everyone know, else. I don't Is know. It, I don't know if it maybe it's like <laughs> like found its place now and is comfortable, so he's afraid like anyone else is gonna like take, take him away. Him, so he's like gotta scare everybody. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe they just sense there's something paranormal. Yeah, maybe. And I mean so, I'm sure that's gotta be throwing the the right. mood. <laughs> yeah. So they just sent something paranormal in the house. Yeah. And they're like, uh, no, not doing that. Uh-uh. Um, he said that they just felt an evil presence when uh when they would get toward the house. Or See, that's what it's or... like that's what throws me off. Is there something else in there? Right. I don't with know. With him? I don't know. But apparently this guy doesn't think so. It just thinks it's a boy. Yeah, that's weird. But like, I, I don't know. Because I've heard, like, you, you hear of like possessions of people where there's like, could be up to like a hundred. <laughs> like a hundred things inside like of 100 one person. Demons in, or whatever inside of one person. Yeah. I don't know. That's don't know. so weird. Because. Why the evil feeling? Like, why do they feel evil coming off of it when it's supposed to be like? I don't know. Mm. Apparently, Carrie's family is pretty attached to the doll now. Oh, so they need um, to be committed. <laughs> his wife says he's married. By the way, married <laughs> kids, you know all that. His wife says she insists that the doll can change his facial expressions. So she mm. says, one day he'll appear sad. The next day, he'll be happy. He can change how his face mm. looks. As soon as that thing switches to angry, he's getting punted <laughs> out of the house. If it's enough. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Bye-bye. Um, now, Letta has a Facebook page. And the posts are written in first person. As oh. if Letta is the one typing the Facebook post. Oh, that is that is too much. So you can go like nope, his page. No, if I can't. You want. I cannot. No, 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 no. And that is the story of Let Me Out. That is. <laughs> oh boy, they. Uh, that's something, man. I don't know about all that because there's got to be something else in there with it. I don't know. I don't know. I read that story and it started with like. The real human hair and looked like a dead yeah. child had the brain, and then it added in all the like, the yeah the brain what the crap I'm like oh this is so perfect yeah that's the other thing okay so I get the I don't get it but the whole soul transference thing I guess but why the why put a brain in it to make it seem more realistic I guess <sighs> I guess good lord. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I had a whole beer when she started, pretty much a whole beer when she started the story. Oh, that made me so happy. Oh, I'm so glad. I think that affected me much more than my story affected you. Your story was really scary. Yeah. It it just gives me so much joy. Yeah. Just just to tell you this story. There is not a lot that scares me. Like, I can watch horror movies, ghost movies, demonic movies. I can listen to podcasts about demonic possession <laughs> dolls Ugh. i know and it's so funny because like 
ghosts and demons are like my yeah oh, ghosts I and demons yeah she does no, not mess around with that I'm not even like i was like listening to a podcast where they had like recordings from an exorcism and like yeah it's like ooh, it's a little a little chilly <laughs> but it's not like went right to bed afterwards yeah no that shit keeps me up that's yeah. scary Ooh. Yeah, you want me to find it? I can probably find no, it. No, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate the yeah. offer. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, I hope you guys like this and enjoyed this. Yeah, uh, it was fun. It was fun for us. This is uh you know, we're kind of keeping, I guess, our uh, format of how we do the podcast kind of loose. Just kind of whatever idea comes to mind for you know the next podcast, we run with that. Mm. Beer burp. <laughs> and um it's uh, we, we really enjoy doing this and i hope other people enjoy it also mm-hmm. it's fun it's fun um gives us something to do together and you know so i think that's it for today um if you guys could please um you know we're on itunes if you could leave a rating and review if uh you catch this on youtube um you know, go ahead and hit subscribe, hit a thumbs up, leave a comment. We'd love to hear from people. Yes. Um, if anybody has, like I said, you know, it's, I guess it's kind of hard to define the podcast that we I do. Know, it is. Because we like, so we kind of like, yeah, we, we have a lot of interest and we like talk. We, because, you know, like what we do, like this. It's normally like our car rides. Yeah, these are like the types of conversations that we have like all the time. Like laying in bed <laughs> at night or like, you know, going to the riding in the grocery store to a doctor's appointment, whatever. Uh, so we're kind of just bringing that into this form. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you could leave a review. If you want to email us with suggestions, you can get us at cmkspod at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram as Safety Third Forge and on YouTube as Safety Third Forge Outdoors and More. And I'm a mom's point of view on YouTube. And I just want to add, let me know if you want to hear the story about how I pranked him with a doll. in this room. In this exact room. At this desk. It was facing different. At this desk. In his chair. Yeah. So let me know, and we will start the next podcast with, with that, that story <laughs> of how that happened. Yeah, so that was... It's hilarious. <laughs> Just after we moved into the house, yeah, too. Yeah, we like, It was like the first week. Very long yeah. at all. Um, so I think that's it for today. Um, goodbye to everybody. I hope you have a good night. Sleep tight. <laughs> yeah.